Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Things are going to start happening to me now. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, April 26, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 463 of the Biden-Harris administration, 193 days until the 22 midterms. I'm on Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go. And you can follow the great Buzz Burbank at Michael J. Elston on Twitter. Link in the description, as always. And speaking of which, let's bring in Buzz. When you say Buzz Burbank. There he is. You said it all. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on a sec. I, I think Johnny Depp's about to testify again. <laughs> hi, Buzz. No, no, false alarm. Hi, 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 Bob. Hi, hi. everybody. Oh, I've never watched a trial like that before. Uh, he's he's Bob. He's Bob. I'm Buzz, and we can't afford to buy Twitter, but we're pretty sure we can get Truth Social. <laughs> truth, Truth Central. That one, yeah. <laughs> Uh, excited. Got the new Victoria's Secret catalog today. Uh-huh. Uh, this month's cover, Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> Looks fabulous. I worry, that, uh, I worry, though, that Kevin McCarthy is not very bright. <laughs> uh, he says he registered to vote in three states because if he'd only registered in two states, his votes might have canceled each other out. <laughs> That'd be an odd number. Um, just after, just a month, I guess now, Mm -hmm. CNN shutting down its new streaming service, CNN Plus. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not fair. I mean, they pulled the plug on CNN Plus before anybody even had a chance to get around to not ordering. (laughs) At least give us time. I Uh, I, I think I figured out, though, uh, why Ron DeSantis is mad at Disney. Oh, yeah? Uh, He's too short for most of the rides. (laughs) (laughs) But Disney's uh, found a way to fight back, uh, fortunately. They're adding an eighth dwarf named Ronnie. <laughs> Drunk. This is the drunken dwarf. <laughs> uh, the, the big airlines are no longer requiring face masks, yeah. as you know. Yeah. But uh, we learned today you will still have to wear face protection on any flight with Mike Tyson. The Gunsplainer, starring Chuck Boltback. <laughs> Brought to you by Chesterfield Cigarettes, when one lung is enough. The Gunsplainer roamed the West, 
but only appeared to people after there was trouble. <laughs> oh, my. Them engines just came out of nowhere. Well. Thank God nobody's hurt. They attacked our wagon train with Winchesters. Pardon me, ma'am. Huh? What the? Where'd you come from? Those weren't Winchesters. What? You know, used by the Redskins. Excuse me? The Native Americans. The rifle used by the Radicals was the Colt Burgess rifle, also known as the 1883 Burgess rifle, a lever-action repeating rifle, which, although utilizing the same 4440 Winchester cartridge... Oh, we need some help here, mister. ...has an octagonally shaped 650-millimeter barrel, and actually a stronger action design than the Winchester. Is anybody gonna help? Because it has a toggle joint system to lock the breech block, and the extension of the loading oh, lever... Oh, forget it, Mary. Good gunsplainer. People don't know. They just don't know. <laughs> they have no idea. By the way, who was that balding, overweight, middle-aged man? I wanted to smack him. That was the gunsplainer. <laughs> Stay tuned now for Have Gun, Will Troll. <laughs> All right. Rocky Mountain Mike, the great Richard Hensel, and the great Mary in Ann Arbor. Love that one. Hello? Are you there, Buzz? Buzz? Do you hear me now? There you are. <laughs> I, I almost panicked. It's been a perfect show so far. And we almost uh, we almost lost. I it was right there. I was laughing along with the uh, Rocky Mountain Mike bit. I said it was one of the best, and then and then I realized apparently someone had turned off my microphone. <laughs> someone kicked a cable out of the wall. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Sorry. Okay. Well, let's see here. Um, where do we start? Oh yeah. Well, of course, there was another event today. I don't know if you saw this event that happened in South Carolina. It's another event to honor yeah. our Second Amendment freedoms in Charleston. It was like North Charleston, South Carolina. Right. At a Little League game last night, uh, yes. hence this gunsplainer bit. A really shocking scene in a Little League game. No one was yes. shot that we're aware of. But how many shots rang out uh, during this game involving, I don't know, 12-year-old boys? Like 30 shots, something like that? I, it could be as many. I, I didn't get around to counting them, but I lost count at around 20, I think. Oh, my um, God. And so obviously some kind of rapid fire uh, weapon, yeah. um, and uh, it it was just a standard video of a standard little league game uh, taken from uh, between home and and first base, and uh, you know the I guess the batter's getting ready to swing, and these shots ring out, and just bam, 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 and at first nobody knows what's going on, and the yeah. kid the batter uh, drops the bat, uh, throws off his helmet and steals first, uh, not really realizing what's going on. And then everybody starts hitting the deck. Uh, yeah, people start yeah. yelling, get down, and, and, and people get down to the ground. You see them crawling, trying to crawl to safety if they're out in an open area. And uh, these children were panicked. And, and as someone uh, so correctly said on Twitter today, uh, the problem, our kids are not living in fear of uh, saying gay in schools. Yeah. They're, they're in fear of guns. It's yeah, exactly. always the guns. Yeah, I mean, my God, uh, don't you dare tell kids about your gay marriage because then they'll be doomed. This, on the right. other hand, this is real doom. I mean, no one was shot at this baseball game, at this Little League game, but the video of it is shocking and chilling just to know. And yet a picture of everyday life in America now. Exactly right. Because gun fetishists need their weekend warrior hobbies. They need to have their for-profit firearms and as many as they can possibly get their hands on. Meantime, the Republicans are enabling all of that. 
In fact, what they're doing is they're actually rolling back the gun control laws that are already in place. Another one good might reason. Say, yeah. I was going to say, one might say they're grooming killers. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, one more reason why we all need to turn out, make sure Democrats start turning out, not just in presidential elections, not just in congressional elections, in uh, state and local elections, especially because that's where these laws are getting rolled back. That's where the action is happening. And I'm not saying action in a good way. That's where the most heinous laws in the nation right now are being passed at the state legislature level. Mm -hmm. And there are, I put up a map the other day of all the Republican trifectas. That's where they control both chambers of the state legislature plus the governor's mansion. And in those states, we're talking about a soft secession in those states where they are passing laws that will make those states unlivable for anyone but the most diehard red hat disciples of Donald Trump. And and don't forget the election offices that have been infiltrated by, uh, by, Biden deniers, I guess we'd say, right. uh, and, and the school boards that have been uh, increasingly taken over by Republicans. I worry there is an understandable fatigue mm-hmm. uh, among us uh, in, in fighting this battle. Yeah. But as much as I hate to break the news to folks, it's time to step up the battle, not step away from it. Uh, yeah. So many people, as we've discussed, have tuned out, mm-hmm. uh, have stopped paying attention, and so much is at stake. We always say that. We always say this is the most important election. I will repeat, this election is for all the marbles. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's not even funny. I know we, we need to make sure that, that people are engaged, at least in time for the election. I have some confidence that things will happen between now and Election Day that will help that. But we need people to start caring again. Yeah, we do. And those of you, or maybe not you, not the people listening to the show, but no. there are plenty of people who checked out after Joe Biden was inaugurated. And, well, look, four years of Donald Trump, I need a break. I need a break from all this crapola. This should be fine. I can walk away. Exactly, and I don't blame you for that. But now, here we are. It's been more than a year after the inauguration. We got the midterms on the horizon. Now's the time to re-engage, and we need all hands on deck. I didn't mean to get off on a tangent here about the midterms and the polling, but as I've said on the show previously... It's a lot closer than cable news is letting on. And inflation is an albatross around our necks at this point. Uh, And so we have to fight even harder than we thought we were going to have to fight. Right. And by the way, I'm seeing a bit of that inflation myself. We just got our lease renewal notification in the mail here at our apartment. And oh, my God. Holy shit. They're they're jacking up our rent by 26%. Signs the papers. Yeah. Signs the papers. Bad. Very, very bad. But the fact is that inflation will recede. And the question is, do we punish Democrats because of temporary inflation and bring about this uh, new red hat idiocracy authoritarianism? Or do we make uh, a sensible choice here? And I think it's got to be all hands on deck. And the polling indicates, as I said, a, a lot closer race. On the Senate side, in the congressional races this year, on the Senate side, there are five toss-ups. And we're talking about Mark Kelly in Arizona, Raphael Warnock in Georgia, I believe uh, uh, Pat Toomey's former seat, Mosto, and Ron Johnson's seat. Uh, Just five. Uh, And I know, granted, four of them are Democratic seats, or actually three of the five are Democratic seats. But it's so close that we're talking about a couple of percentage points 
points here or there, that's where all the difference is going to be made, right there. We, we, we can't afford to, to miss even a percentage. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So right. that's why everybody has to be engaged with this. Uh, I was I took heart with uh, the re-election of Macron with uh, 59% of the vote yeah. in France. Uh, uh, yeah, despite his unpopularity, his popularity rating is as low or lower in his country than Joe Biden's mm -hmm. popularity rating is in this country. Yeah. And he got elected by a nine or 10 point margin or more than that. Perhaps. Yeah. And I appreciate that you said Macron and not Macron. <laughs> Thank you. Because Thank I, you. I say Macron because Macron, because you know, I, that Macron guy, macaroni guy. I'm an American. Yeah. It's like the old uh, Jim Gavigan joke uh, talking about uh, how we call Spain, Spain instead of a Spania. It's like, what, what's the name of your country? The name of my country is Espana. I'm just going to call you Spain. <laughs> Love that. Also, I got to thank you here on the show for stepping in on Friday on the after party. Uh, you and, oh, and David Ferguson for jumping in. We pleasure. had chaos is breaking out here once again. It's, we're never not in chaos here. It's just whether or not you hear about it on the show. And Friday, we had some chaos with our, our cars. Plus, as I said, we, we got our lease renewal notice, which right. sent us into a scramble. Are we going to move? Are we not going to move? If we do move, it's going to be within this area. It's not going to be another cross-country movement and nothing like that for sure so there was lots of shit going on and kimberly couldn't make the show so i said well i better get uh, buzz and david in here and that's what we did we uh, at least wanted to cover those mark it, meadows it takes, uh, tapes it yeah. took two of us to make up for our absence you're saying <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> but i have to announce here too achievement unlocked i talked about this a couple of thursdays ago i have unlocked a new achievement i have been invited on Mary Trump's podcast. Oh, that's great. That is great. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah that's great. Uh, we're recording tonight at uh, around 7 p.m. Eastern. Me and Allison Gill from Murder She Wrote. And we're talking midterms tonight. So Mueller, she wrote, yeah. Yeah, with Mueller, she wrote. What did I say? Miller, she wrote? <laughs> murder, she wrote. Did I say murder, she wrote? I, th I thought so, yeah. Okay, damn it. <laughs> One of us is hallucinating. I'm not sure who. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Allison Gill from uh, Mueller, she wrote. So that's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm thrilled yeah. about uh, uh, finally getting invited on Mary Trump's show. We love Mary here. And that means I got to have her back on this show. We got- uh, That would be great. Yeah, we got Cliff Schechter tomorrow. I'm going to put Mary on the spot tonight well she'll yeah she'll owe you and I, i've also you want to be sure and listen to mary's show tonight with bob on it because uh i've offered bob five bucks to say my name so <laughs> tune in and see if he does yes and i have agreed i'm going to work that in <laughs> And things are going to start happening to me now. And that's what we hope for. Yeah, yes. by the way, the Steve Martin controversy, the Steve Martin, I should say, Steve Martin non-troversy. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Apparently, millennials are bent out of shape over Steve Martin's uh, King Tut routine from the oh. 1970s. Because I guess they saw it without the context of what he was actually mm -hmm. doing. Because he does a whole setup as part of the King Tut bit, where he talks right. about how, you know, King Tut, they're, uh, you know, bringing the uh, sarcophagus on tour, uh -huh. and, everything, and they're merchandising it, and they're turning it into a cheap gimmick, a cheap show. Right. And he's not going to be part of any gimmick that seizes upon the notoriety. <laughs> of King Tut. And then he breaks into this 
ridiculous King Tut song, obviously illustrating the thing that he was just expressing that he was against. He was was making fun of the mania, not not of King Tut and the importance of that discovery. Exactly. Uh, And it was very typical of Steve Martin humor. That was one of the reasons (laughs) we we loved him so much. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah, that was just a bit of silliness. It, you know, it was, uh, what would that look like if if it were to be a music video? Right, That's what happened. Well, there are a lot of areas where political correctness is absolutely justified. There are also a lot of areas where it's ridiculous overreach and damages the left, I think. And this is one of the examples of it damaging, uh, I I believe, the left. I think the litmus test for whether someone is not woke or whether they are politically incorrect is, were they being a dick? Yes. If they were being, that's that's really the definition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Woke people, not a dick. Uh, Non-woke people, dicks. It's really pretty simple. Yes, and there is room to satirize the dicks. Yes. And that's kind of what Steve Martin was doing. And we've seen countless examples of that where it's taken literally when it shouldn't be, when it's portrayed as satire, when it's commenting on the thing that is the subject, is the centerpiece, is the context of it. Carol O'Connor certainly didn't believe what Archie Bunker believed. He was playing a character for parody. (laughs) Uh, And and, uh, some of it's very uncomfortable to listen to now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, that was then. It was a different time. Accept it. Deal with it. Oh, my God. We saw a little bit of All in the Family the other day. Uh, Mm -hmm. There was a a video clip circulating around. I think it was Rob Reiner's first appearance. And, Ah. oh, my God, Archie Bunker has taken over the Republican Party. It is uncanny. It was done for jokes in the 70s. It was He was exaggerated for the purpose of satirizing that kind of right-wing attitude. And now it's like it's for real now. Yes, yeah. It's amazing. Not funny anymore. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And they're all flooding back on Twitter, apparently, because <laughs> Elon Musk, as we all know at this point, uh, paid $44 billion to buy Twitter. Now, you had a really good point uh, on Twitter. Ironically enough, you had a point on Twitter today about this purchase. You think it's not done yet, right? Right, because it does still have to be, the offer still has to be accepted by the shareholders. The board of directors of Twitter, the executive board, has approved the sale. They're saying, we we find this to be okay. Now it's up to the shareholders. Will the shareholders allow this? Will they sell their shares? He's offered them a good price. Uh, A lot of them have a chance to get out and and make an awful lot of money on this right now. Uh, But I'm sure a lot of them have objections to Elon Musk taking over the uh, community that's been created. Yeah. Uh, part, partly by them. And the other factor is even Musk could back out at this point yeah. because uh, we, perhaps he, he has not yet done his due diligence. His lawyers will now have to go over uh, the paperwork uh, and to try to find any poison pills that the board says it included uh, in its own bylaws. Uh, so Musk and his lawyers could find uh, aspects to this deal uh, that they find extremely unattractive. Yeah. And so it's not out of the question that Musk could back out of the deal himself. So it, it isn't a done deal yet. Uh, he, he did, you know, the board did accept his offer. Maybe there was a strategic aspect to that decision. Yeah, could be. Uh, my concern is this free speech absolutism that sure. he appears to be taking to the platform, which Look, I'm I'm a communicator. I've been doing this my entire life as far as talking to people over some form of media. 
And I am a first, a staunch First Amendment freedom of speech supporter. That's what... When we started, it was just yelling. We'd just go out in the street and yell. And then eventually, we got <laughs> right. on the radio. Yeah, exactly and then when radio, right. when, when radio went out of business, we started podcasts. Yes, I would do literally uh, radio shows in my bedroom talking to no one. I would record them onto a cassette, and then I would listen to did. them myself. That's how... Yeah, that's what did I was doing know, when I was a kid, yeah. Did you know that the handle of a jump rope makes an excellent fake microphone and cord. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I good. I had a uh, I think I had like a CB microphone. I somehow yeah, had hooked yeah. up to a tape recorder and that's what I would use. But in this uh, <laughs> But we digress. Exactly. But this free speech absolutism Yes. Sounds great on paper, right? Okay, it's going to be a free speech platform where you can say what you want. Anyone who knows anything about what happens in the quote-unquote free speech forums on 8kun knows that absolute free speech is not feasible uh, it work. as far as having a community platform. You get all of the stormfront Nazis and white supremacists and then mm -hmm. all of the memes that are, uh, oh, my God, the memes would just blind you if you saw some of the things that get posted right. over on those boards. Some of them are illegal, but there are some things that are in a gray area between being free speech and being illegal. My fear is that Twitter is going to start to get festooned with the shit that you see on 8kun. All of those fucking crazy extremists and weirdos uh, just piling it on in your mentions, just posting it, and then ends up going viral, and you end up seeing it in your feed, whether you want to see it or not. It can get really out of control really, really fast. There and, was an expert yeah. on uh, Rachel last night who talked about this and the fact that even Elon Musk uh, would have his limits, uh, and he, he by going over some of the history of 4chan and 8chan, uh, he showed how uh, these sites that claim to be totally free speech found themselves limiting things like child pornography. Yeah. Uh, this, this would be, if we had absolute free speech, then child pornography would be allowed. Exactly. Uh, is, is that what Elon Musk wants? I don't think so. I don't think he'll go for that. He will draw lines where he draws, if, if he, in fact, he takes over. Uh, where he will draw them, we don't know. Uh, based on his performance, we don't like where we believe he will take this. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of Twitter employees are upset about this. And, you know, as I've discussed with some other people, we just, I think, mostly have to wait for the dust to settle, if, in fact, it does. This goes back, uh, God, 25 years. As long as I've been on the Internet, there's been a conversation ongoing, a debate ongoing about what's the extent of free speech in discussion forums, chat rooms, social media platforms now as uh, evolutionary offshoots of the things I just mentioned. Where are the limits? What is too extreme? And mm -hmm. Elon Musk is setting this up as a free speech platform, and he's going to, it's going to smack him in the face because, <sighs> okay, I just got this just in Kamala Harris has COVID. Uh, oh, Kimberly wow. has just alerted me that the vice president has yeah, COVID. I see that, yeah. Not surprising given what's happening in, in Washington, D.C. Uh, with the, uh, the COVID infection rate there. But um, so I was saying about uh, Elon Musk, eventually he's going to have to backpedal on that pledge. It's not going to be the free speech platform that he had hoped it would exactly. be. Exactly. Every single exactly. discussion forum that tries this ends up backpedaling and tightening up. Even as you said, 8kun. I think they've had to pull back to an extent. Obviously, they had to shut down 8chan, the predecessor to it, right. because of the things that were going on on that board. So 
needless to say, this is going to be, uh, there's still a big sort of dot, dot, dot question mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's still early. This move, yeah. But meantime, here's a, an interesting observation. Of course, this comes to us from the, the great Hal Sparks, who tweeted the other day, just saying, Musk buying Twitter will put Parler, Getter, Gab, and Troth Social. Troth, Truth, Sential. <laughs> Sential. <yeah. laughs> out of business in a week without really changing the landscape on Twitter all that much. So that was House uh, Marks. I thought that was a pretty I good observation. So. I think that I could be the so. case. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the others have been miserable failures anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do we believe Donald Trump when he says he won't get back on even if he's allowed to? I don't believe anything he says. That's got to be the rule. I don't know why it's not everyone's rule. I wouldn't take what he says at face value. He says, Devin, he says, says Devin Nunes is going to take uh, Troth Central to uh, heights. Troth, truth uh, Central. Much greater heights than Twitter. So we'll see. <laughs> By the way, that's really Trump from his rally over the weekend. Yeah, it's his own website, uh, Truth Social. He said Troth, Truth Central. Central. It's, Troth, it's, Truth Central. It's Truth Social. He's not even yes, really close. And it's oh, his. Oh, shit. And they're really trying right. to make this Joe Biden is out to lunch business stick to the wall. And they just can't. Because every time they say, oh, look at Joe Biden, he pretended to handshake to someone who wasn't really there, which isn't what happened. He was waving right. to someone. He was gesturing to someone who was sitting, you know, three, four feet out off frame, right? Right. But then as soon as that happens, Donald Trump gets onto his uh, rally platform and says, Truth, truth, sensual. And I even cut out a little gap of, of dead air. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Meantime, prominent Democrats are apparently losing followers. And I have no idea what's causing this. I don't know yeah. if this has anything to do what's with Elon with Musk. I lost several hundred overnight. Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, and Kimberly says she lost uh, 300, I think, uh, initially. Yeah. Uh, I saw another guy, or she said 200. I saw another guy that said he'd lost two or 300. And then, and this is a real mystery to me, especially in light of what I've previously said on this mm -hmm. show about the Twitter sale, uh, the uh, Holocaust, uh, not a museum, uh, the Holocaust Memorial yeah. uh, has a website. They lost 35,000 people. Oh overnight. my God. Wow. What's up? What is going on? Because Musk doesn't have control of the company yet. No. What's, what's happening? What? So uh, that's that's a mystery to delve into. I hope we find an answer to that. I don't know if it's bots uh, jumping off the ship. I don't know right. if it's uh, uh, people leaving Twitter just because of Elon Musk. Yes. I yes. don't know why this is happening, but... Christopher Boozy, who does great research, has a new uh, a series of tweets out today regarding the degree to which some prominent Democrats have lost Twitter followers okay. over the past 24 hours. Barack Obama, for example, on a day-to-day -day basis for the previous two weeks, plus 16,000 followers, plus 23,000, plus 26, on and on and on, day after day, adding tens of thousands of followers on Twitter until yesterday when he lost 5,000 suddenly, just out of nowhere, just completely bucking wow. the trend of where Twitter is with his followers. Lost 5,000. You go to Hillary Clinton, oh my God, same case, but not as many f new follows day after day. However, she lost 17,000 followers yesterday. Wow. Then, let's see who else. Uh, Nancy Pelosi lost 13,000. AOC lost 
16,000 yesterday. This, is a, this a, is a mystery. I mean, this isn't, I don't know that uh, life or death hinges on this, but I really think we all need an answer to why this is happening. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, Mark Hamill was reporting losing, during the day yesterday, losing Impossible. something like 3,000 followers Impossible. something like that yeah yeah <laughs> who's unfollowing mark hamill god damn it you, right. you can never unfollow uh, luke skywalker but yeah uh, meantime it. let's see who else uh, uh mitch mcconnell yesterday gained two thousand followers see there, this is something's terribly wrong here lindsey graham gained ten thousand followers oh uh, matt gates gained twenty one thousand followers I wonder if they've just lost control of the organization and rogue actors within Twitter have done this, uh, right-wingers yeah. that are who are already within Twitter. Yeah. I, I don't know, but this is extremely suspicious. But, but wait, one more. <laughs> Your governor, Ron DeSantis, gained 96 thousand followers uh -huh. over the last 24 hours yeah that's that can't even be real that's, that cannot be real just amazing so we still don't have a valid explanation for why this is happening i mean it's possible there's a reasonable explanation but if you just take the democratic numbers so. uh at, you know out of context you say well that can happen but if you compare it to the Republican gains, gains, yeah, yeah, that's hinky to me. Something doesn't uh, smell right with this. Doesn't smell, pass the sniff test. Uh, certainly that's not. That's extremely, extremely concerning and suspicious. Yeah. So meantime, here's a glimpse. Axios put together a list of several things that Elon Musk might do to Twitter. Uh -huh. Uh, now that he has purchased it. Uh, first thing, add an edit button, which is, of course, something that I like. I like to see. Of course, populist move. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk may not do it the right way, though. He may just add the edit button and not put any parameters around it. What you need is an edit button and an edit history so that anyone can look and see previous versions of your tweet that you have edited. Right. So I think that needs to go hand in hand. I don't have confidence that he'll do it that way. I think he may just say... Fuck it, edit button, and no parameters for it. So we'll I, see. I just need it to correct grammatical errors. <laughs> exactly. Really Me, too. Me too. Me uh, too. He also has commented in the past about uh, tweets being uh, too short. So he's talking about maybe adding long form tweets, which again becomes a blog. It's, there are it's no means. longer Twitter, it's a blog. There are already means for doing that and for yeah, publishing your yeah. blog to Twitter, yeah. He wrote in a reply uh, to someone that Twitter should authenticate all real humans under his ownership. So, it could be that he cracks down on spam bots. That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would be good. So yeah, that would be good. Uh, he wants to create an open source algorithm. I'm not sure what any of those words mean. Uh, he wants to make the algorithm public. Thinking, yeah, I, I uh, he wants more transparency. He says. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, I'm pretending to be a dumb guy. Uh, content <laughs> moderation. He said uh, a lot of people are going to be super unhappy with West Coast high tech as the de facto arbiter of free speech, which means now there's going to be better content moderation, you know, because it's a free speech forum. The idea of unfettered free speech and content moderation go hand in hand, don't they? There's no contradiction there at all. This is the, this is the verbal version of a well-organized militia. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Shit. Yes, bringing this segment uh, full circle. Uh, yes. All right, uh, still lots more show to come here. Uh, I'll, I'll try to be brief because I know you have other guests. Yeah. <laughs> In a second, I want to talk about these Republican text messages to Mark Meadows. Uh -huh. I've got a whole list of them here. Uh, I've got the best of 
text oh, messages good. sent to Wait, Mark is Meadows. It two two thousand three hundred nineteen text messages to yeah. and from Mark Meadows. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. Plus, we get a nice Rick Perry derp in there too. <laughs> yes, that's always helpful. Is. Yeah, another oops from Rick Perry. Uh, but in the meantime, are you a betting man, Buzz? Do you like to wager? I, 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 I'm not. I'm okay, not but, a gambling man. And neither am I. But you know what? I'd wager you people listening, you're paying around 20% interest on your credit card debt. Yeah. That's just, I'm guessing here, if you're also making minimum payments every month, it's going to take years and years to pay off those cards. So why not spare yourself the ongoing nightmare and refinance your cards into a super low interest rate? And here's exactly how. With Lightstream. You can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 4.98% APR. That's a lot lower than 19%. And you get that with auto pay and excellent credit. That's way lower than most credit cards. It's lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. And guess what? No fees either. Oh, and also guess what? The application is 100% online, and you can even get your money in your bank account as soon as the day that you apply. Now here, write this down just for my listeners. You can apply now, get a special interest rate discount, and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Seska. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash C-E-S-C-A. Link in the description under this episode at bobseska.com. Subject to credit approval rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50 auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash Seska for more information. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Bob Seska. treaty right here another track because just about every day i get like a dozen dms and emails about the war and treaty everyone loves the war and treaty and there's good reason why yeah. 
so great. This is a, a song called Yearning from their album Heartstown. Link in the description, as always, to support The War and Treaty. One of it's our funky. favorites here in the show. Yeah. Oh, Very God, funky. so good. Yeah. So now, is uh, War and Treaty related in any way to Marshall Plan? <laughs> no. No, okay. no. You have to be a real idiot to be uh, related to Marshall <laughs> Plan. Yeah. Yeah. The War and Treaty are geniuses, musical geniuses. TheWarandTreaty.com. Oh, so good. So good. Indeed. All right. Well, see, you mentioned uh, uh, Marshall Law, M A R S H A L L. She doesn't know what it is. She doesn't know that it's a different word, that it's a guy's name, not an actual thing. That's um, what she thinks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is all uh, Marjorie Taylor Sporkfoot uh, and the texts to Mark Meadows from mm. January 6th and the days in and around the insurrection. Yeah. And these text messages are utterly mind-blowing. And I'll tell you why. It's not just the content of the messages. It's the fact that Sometime bef- between these text messages being sent and maybe two weeks later, maybe a week later, that was a span of time in which the Republicans all lost their spines. For right. a second, they all gained a spine and were like, oh, shit, we got to do something about this Donald Trump guy. Let's, what are you going to do? Let's do it. Do we wait for the Democrats to do something or should we do something? I don't know. We got to do something. And then fast forward a couple of days. Oh, worse, we stand with Donald Trump, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. So that's uh, that's astonishing. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweets that have been exposed here uh, in connection with Mark Meadows uh, reveal first and foremost that she perjured herself severely on yeah. the witness stand on Friday in that mm-hmm. televised hearing. Uh, you know, we, again, a lot of these things that we're learning, and, and I know there's a lot of shoulder shrugging out there. Yeah. I can hear it. Because some of you have bad joints, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of shoulder shrugging about about well, you know why this is a big deal. We knew this all along. Yes, mm-hmm. we did know these things all along. Here's the difference, and here's why it's important. We now have evidence. We now have evidence yeah. you can hold in your hand, and we have details that we didn't have before. So, although you may not think these are important developments uh, at first glance, they they are in fact important developments, and, and you'll see why in the coming months. Uh, between now and election day, certainly. Mm-hmm. But uh, please trust us on this. Uh, these things are important. Here are some best of of these text Good. messages. Uh, first of all, I got to talk about Rick Perry real quick, who's constantly tripping over his own dick. Rick Perry denied sending these text messages to Mark Meadows with suggestions about overturning the election results, except that he signed one of his text messages, Rick Perry, with his name Rick Perry and and his phone number right like a fucking idiot <laughs> not shocking at all but coming see, from rick perry Bob, that's yeah. exactly what someone who'd stolen his phone would type isn't it <laughs> that's right <laughs> well at least mark meadows didn't shoot back with hey can you name the cabinet level yeah, departments and, you would eliminate and bob wasn't exaggerating when he said the republicans were going through this angst of do we do something do we let the democrats do something yeah. the republicans among themselves were in fact discussing the 25th amendment uh, about uh, removing trump uh, as president yeah. And then they thought, no, no, you know what? Here's what's going to happen. The Democrats are going to impeach him, and this time we'll vote yes. Well, yeah. they obviously didn't because, as Bob pointed out, within a week or two, they had all lost their spines again. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at Marjorie Taylor Sporkfoot, what she wrote mm-hmm. to Mark Meadows on the day during the insurrection. She said, 
Mark, I was just told there's an active shooter on the first floor of the Capitol. Please tell the president to calm people. This isn't the way to solve anything. And guess what? Not a single lick of punctuation in that entire no, of course <laughs> in that not. entire text. No, but yeah, that's Marjorie Taylor Greene in crisis suddenly telling the truth about what was happening. For a moment, for yeah. a moment. And then very quickly, she switched back to, uh, we have reason to believe that these, these were Antifa and BLM right. uh, dressed as Trump supporters, oh, Jesus pretending Christ. to be Trump supporters. So they found a way to lie about that. They always do. Yeah, it means I'm a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, Mick Mulvaney, texted to Mark Meadows. Hey, that's CBS News, jack-of-all-trades, master of none. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's real. I can't believe that's actually happening. God damn it, CBS News. All right. So he texted to Mark Meadows. He said, Mark, he needs to stop this now. Can I do anything to help? Yes. <laughs> Can you run down and fill out an application and become a D.C. Uh, Capitol Police officer? Right. Yeah, because, I mean, why not? Why not take that job, too, Mick? And if I could skip ahead on the Marjorie Taylor Greene story, three days before Joe Biden would be sworn in as president, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene suggested the imposition of martial law. And yeah. she misspelled it, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L. Yeah. It's M-A-R-T-I-A-L. And what's funny is Trump put out a statement in support of, uh, I don't know, he put out a statement, whatever it said. <laughs> but he he managed, or with the help of somebody, managed to spell Marshall correctly after Marjorie Greene had failed. So she's even <laughs> dumber than he is. Oh, God damn it. That's saying so much, isn't it, Mr. It President? Is. Truth, truth, essential. Right. Shut up. Um, okay, so meantime, uh, Georgia Representative Barry Loudermilk texted, <laughs> it's really bad up here on the Hill. They have breached the Capitol. Uh, Rep. William Timmons texted. These are all Republicans. Yeah. The yeah. president needs to stop this ASAP. Fucking Don Jr. Don yes. Jr. texted this. He said, this his, Shit. spelled incorrectly, yeah, this yeah. his, one you go to the mattresses on. He meant to say, uh, this is one you go mass. to the mattresses on. And, yeah, and I'm going to stop halfway through this text to say, white guys, stop pretending you're in the fucking mafia. This has been <laughs> driving me nuts since The Sopranos was on the air. I hate this. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the language used by sociopaths who uh, murder for profit. The perfect kind of role models that we need to be uh, uh, repeating all the time. But well, yeah. they, they see it as a macho thing, a masculine thing, uh, mm -hmm. which makes me wonder what they're thinking about Madison Cawthorn at this point. But, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> after hearing Tucker Carlson's uh, uh, show about uh, masculinity, and then we yeah. see... Uh, Madison Cawthorn in lacy underwear, but I digress. Right. Well, this is the one you go to the mattresses on, which is <laughs> right. it's from the Godfather when they go to the mattresses when they're hiding out during the, the mafia war so they don't get shot or arrested. They go to a secret hideout and the mattresses, they get mattresses from wherever so they have something to sleep on. Stop it. Just stop uh, it, Junior. I Jesus it, Christ. I, I thought it was a Stormy Daniels expression. but <laughs> They will try to fuck his entire legacy on this if it gets uh -huh. worse. Don Jr. So and he's yeah, Don Jr. saying this, and they being the insurrectionists. Yes. Uh, meantime, Reince Priebus writes in all <laughs> caps, tell them to go home. <laughs> Which Trump yeah, didn't you're do. Right. Yeah. For a moment they lost their spadoinkles. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. But they, they quickly regained their footing and went back to their lying ways. Right. And when Cantina Alien Reince Priebus <laughs> <laughs> is texting in all caps. You know it's urgent. Uh, at 3.45 p.m., Trump campaign spokesman Jason Miller suggested to Meadows and Trump aide Dan Scavino that Trump should tweet, quote, call me crazy, 
But ideas for two tweets from POTUS. One, bad apples, likely Antifa or other crazed leftists, uh-huh. infiltrated today's peaceful protests over the fraudulent vote count. Violence is never acceptable. MAGA supporters embrace our police and the rule of law and should leave the Capitol now. And two, the fake news media who encouraged this summer's violent and radical riots are now trying to blame peaceful and innocent MAGA supporters for violent actions. This isn't who we are. Our people should head home and let the criminals suffer the consequences. They were already strategizing at 345 right. in the afternoon when there were still insurrectionists inside the Capitol building. Well, that, that guy is very good at his job because yeah. he put a very nice uh, gloss on, on a lie uh, on, <laughs> or a series of lies there yeah yeah uh, but yeah I, I gotta tip my cap to the pr work even if it is completely false and misleading right and of course the two uh ideas the two suggestions are contradictory like this isn't who we are right next to another tweet that says it's antifa or crazed leftists right so if it's not who you are why are you saying it's antifa that you're admitting that it is you okay so i'm reading right. too much into the logic of these idiots <laughs> trump allies in congress appeared to get the message at 3:52 p.m marjorie taylor green told mark meadows quote mark we don't think these attackers are our people we think they are Antifa, dressed like Trump supporters. So it's already taking shape. The uh, the big lie, as far as the insurrection went, taking shape here. Uh, five minutes later, Louis Gohmert, a moron from Texas, texted Meadows, <laughs> quote, Cap police told me last night they'd been warned that today there'd be a lot of Antifa dressed in red Trump shirts and hats and would likely get violent. So Louis Gohmert towing the, uh, the cover right. up here. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, meantime, on January 17th, texted, in our private chat with only members, oh, this is the martial law tweet, okay, oh, which good. you already mentioned. I don't know on those things. I just wanted you to tell him they stole this election. We all know they will destroy our country next. Please tell him to declassify as much as possible so we can go after Biden and anyone else. I don't know on these things. It really tells you everything you need to know about the... <laughs> informed level of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, right. I think she says that phrase more often than we expect. It's sad to me that the American people don't see uh, Republicans coming out after Jan 6 saying uh, it was horrible. Uh, it was uh, it was Antifa. It was uh, BLM. Yeah. Oh, it was tu- it was tourist. That's what it was. It, it, when you have that many explanations, you know they're lying, right? Right, right, right. I mean, if a kid came to you and gave you six explanations for why something happened, you, you know, you'd know he was lying on at least five of them. Yeah. And the key here, the key to knowing what they were trying to do is based on the fact that they have a bubble audience. They're not communicating right. to regular Americans. They're certainly right. not communicating right. to people like us right. who can see right through the lies and can compare the actual evidence with what they're saying. What they're doing is they're putting out a cover story for the bubble dwellers and right. explaining something to them that they will never try to debunk, that they will just accept at face value. And, and so that's, that's, you know, yeah. and that's, if I may say and interject this, that's what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if he picked up 96,000 followers for real. I highly doubt it, but I will tell you that he has raised a record. $105 million uh, toward his reelection campaign. Wow. Uh, 
multi, you know, multiplying many times uh, the amount of money that either of his Democratic rivals, that any of his Democratic rivals have amassed. Well, he's going to need it because he is in big, big trouble so. in Florida. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. This move against Disney, which we're going to talk about here in just a second, uh, cool. this move against Disney is going to negatively impact Florida residents across the board with massive right. tax hikes. We're talking about a Republican Party that's so wound up in the culture war that they have abandoned all of their core values. This is so so pursuant of owning the libs, they will hurt their own voters to do it. Yeah, with tax increases. I mean, I saw a clip on Hal Sparks' show yesterday of Glenn Beck talking with Bill O'Reilly, and they're just... Boners reaching the ceiling over the idea of taxing Disney into oblivion, raising taxes on Florida citizens, on Orange County residents, across the board. I mean, it's we're talking about billions of dollars that are going to be owed by the citizens of Florida if the Republicans have their way with Disney. Well, Why? Because Disney wants to be inclusive. Shock horror. Everything I've seen indicates that although Disney will be inconvenienced by this decision, uh, it will actually save them $136 million right off the bat. Yeah. And they get to dump, what, a two, what is it, $2 million debt? There's, there's a huge debt mm-hmm. that whoever takes over, you know, takes this over, takes over the public services of these two counties yeah. uh, is, is going to have to pick up. Somebody's going to have to pay this debt. And thanks to Ron DeSantis, it isn't going to be Disney anymore. And if Disney does face higher costs of doing business that will be passed on in the form of ticket prices as well oh, yeah. disney has shown that it's not reluctant to raise ticket prices and if it feels it must it will do so again and as any parent knows uh it's crazy expensive okay so we're going to get into a lot of ron DeSantis, a lot of florida a lot of disney here in just okay, a second because I, 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 it's an emotional thing i live here so <laughs> no, i have I to understand. deal with it yeah yeah <laughs> I, i've got more in store for everyone as far okay. as uh, the right. impact disney has on the Florida economy and whatever latest developments we have here from this uh, Republican war against corporations. I never thought I'd see it. Hey, look, Republicans, if you're so bent out of shape for real about corporations, I mean, if you're seriously pissed off at corporations, join us. Help us roll back things like Citizens United. Help us get that repealed. But you know, and if you're all for free speech, then uh, and if you believe in citizen in the Citizens United ruling that yeah. the corporations are people, then uh, mm-hmm. what DeSantis is doing is crushing the free speech of Disney. There you uh, go. That's not supposed to be their way. I love the fact. And I'm sorry, it's just the tangent I'm on. <laughs> the don't say the don't say gay thing. Yeah. Uh, according to the law uh, that DeSantis is put into place here with the help of his Republican toadies in the state legislature. Uh, according to this, uh, we can't have Bibles in public school libraries because they tell of rape and incest. Uh, and and uh, they uh, and and then there's the Jesus character who was woke. I mean, oh yeah, uh, nobody was more woke than Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's that woke, uh, you know, infiltrating our schools again, and and all these stories of incest and rape. Uh, you know that can't be allowed. Under this law, we can now challenge the presence of the Bible in schools if that's how they really feel about this. One of the centerpieces of my Catholic upbringing, my Catholic education, my Catholic church going for the first 18 years, 17, 18 years of my life, one of the centerpieces was the Bible passage, that which you do to the least of my brothers, you Mm -hmm. do unto me, brothers and sisters. And that's the example 
that Republicans who claim to be Christians, claim to be disciples of Christ, are completely abandoning. They have no sense. It, in fact, they're they're trying to crush it. And, and yeah. I think nothing spells this out for us more clearly than Trump's immigration policy that mm-hmm. was supported by Republicans uh, and, and their continuing beliefs about immigration policy. Uh, there are there are there's passage and you can find these online if you ever want to have a biblical argument with somebody mm-hmm. passage after passage about the importance of embracing uh, immigrants about the importance of uh, concern for uh, those uh, not as fortunate as, as ourselves in the passage that that Bob just cited um, uh, passage after passage throughout the Bible about this kind of thing and yet uh, so-called Christian Republicans have flown in the face of that not just ignored it not just abandoned it but actually uh, boo the idea yeah religion now for the conservative right is mostly about branding and excuses Uh, making excuses for hating other people for no particular reason other than they're different and that's what it's all about it's no longer about faith this is no longer about spreading the word of jesus christ this is all about okay this is our brand this is what our team does. It's mm-hmm. like the logo on the side of the football helmet. That's what they're all about now with right, Jesus. Right. It has nothing to do with the teachings of Jesus. It's all about this is part of how we sell ourselves to the gullible suckers who are pumping their life savings into Save America Pack. That's and what it's all you, about. Whether you believe in Jesus or you don't, uh, whether you think it's legend or real, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You know that either the legend or the real man was woke. Yeah, absolutely. There's no other way to define Jesus's actions in the real, in the meat and potatoes of the Bible. And right. God, I could go on forever like this. I feel like I'm kind of stepping on John Fugelsang's feet. This is his. <laughs> no, his I, I, like to think we're yeah. hel- I, yeah. I like to think we're helping him. He's yeah. far, he's, he's a much better biblical scholar than, than yeah. I am, certainly. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but uh, I, that doesn't mean we can't help him. That, That's I've true. said this before. We need to amplify each other's messages right. so that we can be louder with the truth more often than they are loud with their lies. Excellent, excellent. Excellent point. Well, if you are pissed off at cable news and other very serious political analysts these days, here's an outstanding way to support independent media, specifically this here show. For just $5 per month, one, two, three, four, five, five dollars per month. That's the same amount of money I'm sending Bob for mentioning my name on Mary Trump's show tonight. <laughs> That's right. Five dollars. Uh, if I can afford it, you can afford it. That's exactly right. You can support our Patreon page as we guide you through the madness and chaos of our politics, but it's not just about supporting shows like this one. You're also going to get bonus content as a reward for your monthly support. We're talking about exclusive access to our Shadow Docket show, recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday shows. You also get access to the Patreon app, where you can download the free show and our bonus content. Plus, you can join the discussion with our community of Patreon members in the comments under each show. You get all that for $5 per month. Just pennies per show. So don't miss out. Again, it's bobseskashow.com. Bookmark it. Send it to all your friends. And we thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. For the sun up, sun up. Where you wanna go? Oh oh oh. Tell me how you feeling now. If you wanna move, slow. Tell me for the times up, times up. Something that is moving slow. Tell me how you feeling now. If you wanna move, oh, this is one of my favorites here. This is a song called Summer. Maybe the first in our Songs of the Summer lineup for this year, for 2022. This is a recording artist named Pure Flow, and this is from his album The Purest. Don't I am even, a sucker. Don't even, don't even try to compete with him. He is the purest. You're never going <laughs> to be more pure than pure flow. <laughs> and smooth. I'm, and it's smooth. I am I am such a sucker for a smooth sound. Yeah. And I loved uh, the, the the smooth black hits of the early 70s. Yes. Uh, Gladys Knight and all that. And and although the music is very different now, mm-hmm. uh, that same smoothness that I like is there. And I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And we're playing, of course, exclusively black musicians here all month long. It's it's. it's shame we're coming to the end of it because i'm so digging this month's lineup of music and so uh we're going to certainly make a habit of this uh every once in a while where we're featuring certain type of uh musician ter- certain types cool. of music too you've we've done, done in the female past artists that. you've done female artists yeah. this month you've done a black artist yep uh and, and you've even played uh smooth jazz from switzerland or <laughs> from sweden yeah sweden, sweden. No, nothing yes. better than sweeter smooth Swedish jazz, smooth that's, jazz. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see what we've got here on deck here for the rest of the show. Here's what Disney brings to the Florida economy. This Please. is what Republicans are at war against when Ron DeSantis is running for a re-election. This is so smart. And by smart, I mean dumb as shit. Rick Perry stupid. Yeah, that's <laughs> dumb a fuck. good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, $75.2 billion in annual economic impact for Central Florida. Central Florida alone. 463,000 jobs. This is Disney World. $5.8 billion in additional state tax revenue. The sales tax collected just on the 58 million Disney World tickets sold in 2018 was $409 million. That's more than what the state will spend uh, during that (laughs) year on school construction and maintenance for the entire Department of Elder Affairs budget. Wow. That's a lot of fucking money for Florida. And then uh, the tax collector, the Orange County tax collector said this week, he said, I don't see how Orange County doesn't raise property taxes by 20% to 25%. That's what the country would probably have to do, or the county, I'm sorry, would probably have to do to cover this financial situation. And And I'm not sure they can because there are state laws capping the amount of uh, tax increase that a county can impose. So that creates an even bigger problem and an even bigger debt. This is a train wreck. And and Mm -hmm. I want to underscore something, Bob, and I know you have more, but I want to underscore something you just said a moment ago. Sure. They have nearly a half million employees living here. These are citizens of the state, a half million citizens of the state of Florida 
who uh, work at Disney in some capacity. Yeah. Uh, he had, you know, and they're not happy about this. Uh, there are more people, far more people working at Disney than DeSantis's margin of victory in the last election. In fact, if you added the COVID deaths and the Disney employees uh, uh, together, uh, it, it makes his win minuscule. And if he's lost Disney employees and he's lost a lot of red voters to, to COVID, uh, I, you know, I think the guy's kind of screwed. Yeah, well, if this is a ridiculous fight to take on on behalf sure. of the Republicans. This is just a dumb, dumb, dumb fight. It's an unwinnable it, fight. That's gotten him $105 million. <laughs> that's true. Because because a lot of that money has come in since the Disney fight started. But it's also helped Charlie Crist quite a yes. bit. And it appears to have, yes. Yeah, and it's hurting Ron DeSantis. It's hurting Republicans across the board because as soon as, if Floridians, especially in Orange County, suddenly hear that their property taxes, which is already a controversial issue, go to any state, any municipality and ask people about their property tax and be like, oh, fucking property tax is way too high. As, and as I'm I sure that's the case there, too. Oh, absolutely. And and uh, because there is no state income tax in Florida, uh, on, and especially on Social Security, which is why so many people retire here. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, your, dollar, your dollar does, in fact, go farther. But uh, they do make up with it uh, for it with other taxes, including yeah. uh, real estate taxes. And so uh, this would be a crushing burden for those people. Right. But this is a, an argument that the old Republican Party, the old school conservatives would have made for some egregious trespass against patriotism or remember right. the freedom fries thing or yes. the Dixie chick speaking out against George W. Bush. That's how they would go about a boycott like this in the old days. Now, Disney says, yes, we're all inclusive. We embrace LGBTQ, etc. Uh, we're opposed to ostracizing gay people and putting people back in the closet. And then, so now that becomes the reason why Ron DeSantis and the Republican Party have taken on one of the most popular corporations in America, uh, something that represents an immense amount, an immense chunk of the Florida economy, and have completely relinquished the high ground on tax increases. Where they're like they're all about now. Let's let's have tax hikes, tax hikes to punish our enemies. Is that really the way the Republican Party is going to go? Is that really it how they've decided to move? So, yeah. Although Ridiculous. although McConnell, although Mitch McConnell has disowned it, uh, uh, <laughs> Rick Scott, who is kind of in charge of the Republican uh, agenda, at yeah. least of uh, the committee, therefore, mm. uh, it wants to raise taxes on uh, the middle class and make uh, lower income Americans pay income tax for the very first time so that they have, quote, skin in the game, end right. quote. Uh, they, yeah, they're going after the little people and, and talking about uh, cutting Social Security and, and Medicare and Medicaid. So, yeah, they, they are out to hurt voters. Uh, people need to know that DeSantis is the dangerous yeah. uh, because he's, <laughs> uh, and, and Bob predicted this a couple of years ago, I think, that uh, DeSantis is the slicker version of Trump. Yeah. Uh, DeSantis is doing these culture war things and signing them to law, the latest being uh, creating his own personal election police force that yes. answers directly to him uh, to make sure that the honest elections in Florida are honest. Mm -hmm. um, this is this is his. Latest. These are all 
for the purpose of feeding that uh, red hat base, right. uh, which in turn has fed his campaign chest, uh, uh, corporates and, and individuals, uh, up to $105 million. Uh, just a ridiculous amount, a record-setting amount. And this is the guy, as Bob predicted, who's the slicker version of Trump. Yeah. He's slicker in two ways, in his in his trolling of the libs. Uh, he's He comes off as a bit more professional, a bit more polished. <laughs> he's, he's, he's as wrong as Trump, yeah. but uh, to many Republicans and conservatives, he says it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 uh, in a much neater package, he's not the big fat you know guy that that, that Trump is. And and then the other thing is, uh, he, he, DeSantis is doing what Trump couldn't. As I tweeted the other day, he's teaching other Republicans and other Republican governors exactly how to use the power of government to punish your political enemies. That's, That's what right. the new police force is about. Yeah. That's what this uh, school book crackdown is about. It's it's all it's all performative, as Bob said earlier, uh, for the benefit of the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the trouble is it does very real damage, and it's very, very dangerous. People, not just in Florida, but all over the country, should be concerned about crushing Ron DeSantis's political aspirations. And it doesn't matter if any of these measures get turned over in court. The fact right. of the matter is that it's all about the idea of it, the he patina it. of it, the branding of it. This is look, look what I did, and it's not, it's, it's not my fault that the activist right. courts decided to overturn right. this great thing that I did for you, Florida. Right. Even right. though it's amounting to ostracizing a seventy-five billion dollar annual economic contributor in, in Disney, ostracizing people who are going to pay higher taxes as a consequence of all of that. Doesn't that doesn't matter? It's all about feeding that red hat base, just vomiting up disgust. Disgusting shit for them to, you know, swallow in their little gullets like little baby birds. It's just they love it. They gobble it down. They feed on hate. They, yeah, they love yeah. hate and anger. It's it's what fuels them. But I'm glad you mentioned this new law uh, that creates this Office of Election Crimes and Security in the Department of State in Florida. It's also going to authorize the use of additional investigators who work in the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Legislators uh, set aside more than two point six million dollars in twenty five positions for the two agencies. And I wonder... He'd ask for 45. Yeah, but I wonder who they're... Yeah, it was kind of pared back a little bit, apparently, yeah. in the negotiations. and You know, to make it more reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I wonder who they're going to target. Who's this police force mostly going to go up against? Can't Will it imagine. be... I and, mean, do I need to say it? Black voters, in, obviously. In a, well, in another move this week, uh, his, his redrawn map, the legislature, it's the legislature's job to draw the congressional maps here, or the, yeah. the voting district maps here in Florida. And they did that, and they, of course, they gerrymandered and cheated wherever they thought they could. But but DeSantis had other ideas. He he, he thought we should be cheating more. <laughs> so he actually uh, put together a proposal uh, that has now been passed by the toady legislatures, le- legislators, mm-hmm. and uh, that act, that change in the districting has eliminated one of the black districts in Florida. It's cut the number of Democratic districts from seven to four. And for those of you who want Florida to fall off into the ocean or be swallowed up by climate change, (laughs) uh, I I would remind you that good Democrats live here. And it's possible, it's possible there may even be a majority of Democrats here. Understand how badly we are constrained by gerrymandering and uh, the Part of the new voter law is to purge the voter rolls, not every other year now, but every year. Uh, So you're going to have to check, if you're a Floridian, every damn year to make sure that you're still registered and registered 
with the party you want to be registered with, yeah. uh, a bunch of seniors down in Miami or someplace found that their registrations had been changed without their knowledge and against their will from Democrat to Republican. This is the kind of chicanery that goes on down here. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- those of us who those of us who are Democrats in Florida would appreciate the nation's support and help in fixing Florida. This is a wonderful state. I live here for the palms and for the <laughs> and for the and for the Gulf of Mexico nearby yeah, yeah. and for the fresh seafood and uh, the, the small town, the locally owned restaurants and the, the the color here and and good people as well as rednecks and red hats. Yep. Uh, but but the, this is a place in my mind worth saving. It's where NASA is. It's where the seafood is. It's where Disney and Universal, it's where you like to go for beach vacations because according to TripAdvisor, Florida has the four top beaches in the nation are here. We have four incredible airports here that are considered among the best of the country. You don't want Florida to drift off into the Gulf of Mexico. Trust me, you don't. We There are Democrats here who want to help Democrats nationally, and I would like Democrats nationally to help the Democrats in Florida in return. Yeah, and we, you know, we tease Florida. We kid Florida. Sure, the, I the do. I started is, it. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. And the fact is that Barack Obama won Florida twice. Yes. 2008, yes. 2012, won by Barack Obama. There is a possibility that Florida can come back. It's just been... Uh, inadvertently handed off to the wrong group of people. Like I said, it's evil gerrymandering by the Republicans and other voting restrictions here, including eliminating this week a black voting district. Good God. Yes, exactly. And uh, one last thing here before we wrap up. We haven't done this in a while. This is uh, an old feature that we will bring back. Ah. Uh, Yes, we have another uh, corpse of of the week. Oh, my. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, a QAnon supporter... Uh, who said that only idiots get the vaccinations, mm-hmm. dies of COVID. Yeah. Kirsten Weldon told her fans not to get vaccinated and wanted Dr. Anthony Fauci executed. She just died of COVID. She amassed yeah. tens of thousands of followers across right-wing social media networks by promoting the pro-Trump QAnon conspiracy under the screen name Kirsten W., She was prominent enough to become a sort of QAnon interpreter for comedian conspiracy theorist Roseanne Barr and started recording videos about QAnon with Roseanne. And she's now uh, died of COVID. Well, you know, we play and we, the sad Dixie music. We've missed a few, uh, including one last week of the Washington State Trooper who uh, signed off his last shift over the police radio saying that Governor Inslee can kiss my ass over uh, the vaccination mandate. <laughs> And, and then he left the force, and then he became uh, quite the celebrity on Fox News, quite the hero, and, and then he died of COVID. <laughs> God! Oh, on one hand, I'm laughing, and on the other hand, I'm, there, I'm vomiting into my shoes. And on the other hand, I read an account this morning of a man who was just as vehement uh, a denier of uh, COVID vaccines and mask mandates, who nearly died of COVID, didn't, and now has become a strong advocate among uh, those who hold similar views as he once held. I wonder when she was dying, I wonder if she actually said at some point, maybe in confidence to someone nearby, a nurse, a family member, Uh uh 
I should have had the vaccination. Why it, didn't it I happened. believe science? I don't know if it happened in her case, but I know for a fact that it has happened multiple times that nurses have heard that uh, with the person's on the way out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a standard story. We're talking about Mad Libs here. I mean, this is uh, fill in the blanks. It's the same story every single time. All right, so the Shadow Docket's coming up next on our Patreon page, bobseskashow.com. Sign up for $5 a month. And you get the Shadow Dog at two of them every week, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. It's actually the third act of the show. So if you're listening to the free version of the show here, just on Apple Podcasts or wherever else, you're only hearing the first two-thirds of the show. You want to get the last third of it on our Patreon page and the Shadow Docket. Uh, this time around today, we're going to talk about, oh, the brand new miniseries Gaslit. We're going to uh, discuss that. That involves someone who uh, Buzz and I worked with at WJFK in Washington, D.C. Uh, G. Gordon Liddy, the architect yes. of uh, the Watergate break-in. And we're going to talk about both, the authenticity both Bob and of that. I, yeah. yeah, both Bob and I do a fairly fairly good impressions of, <laughs> of Gordon, so I think you'll, you'll hear that. I actually said to Kimberly as we were watching episode one, I said, you know who does a great Liddy impression? Buzz. Buzz does the <laughs> now, best Liddy impression. I, I think yours is every bit as good. You know, mine doesn't always hit the mark, but yeah, well, we'll find out. We'll we'll have a Liddy off in the <laughs> after, in the uh, shadow docket. Well, you know things, you know little Liddyisms that I, do. I don't know because things you were working much said. longer with them than I was. You will, yeah. you will hear me say things he actually said in a feeble attempt to recreate his voice. <laughs> right. Uh, plus, democracy wins in France. Madison Cawthorn's yes. wardrobe. <laughs> and, and a whole lot more. See you over there on the Shadow Docket, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Look at this Victoria's Secret catalog I got today. <laughs> <laughs>